Hey, what's Gucci gang? It's your boy Cole from Outside the Box Sports Podcast. Today is Thursday. Today I'm joined by Joe and Chig. What's going on, guys? What's up? What's up, man? So today it's Thursday, so we're gonna be going over our predictions for all of week three of the NFL season. So seems like like uh the Chiefs versus uh Texans game was just like a couple days ago. So this season's flying by pretty fast. But before we get into that, we're going to get into some MLB because like five games left in the season, not that many games left, getting down to the wire. So Joe's going to hit us with the standings for the playoffs. All right. Thanks, Cole. So uh, MLB, AL, they had a bit of a shift up there. We got Rays still at one. They're going to they, – they already clinched the East. We got Oakland. They already clinched uh, – the division two. So we got those two teams at one and two. Twins, the new three seed, they uh, passed up the White Sox yesterday. But White Sox still have six more games to play while the Twins have uh, five. And then we got the Yankees at the five, Astros at the six. Astros and Mariners are still fighting to see who gets that spot. As of right now, As Mariners are still three games back. But Astros and Mariners, the only two teams that are going to fight for that second seed. And then seven and eight are Toronto and Cleveland. So then we'll go over to the NL. Pod, uh, Dodgers won. Braves two. Cubs are still three, even though they're the worst hitting team in baseball. <laughs> Padres four. Cardinals five. Marlins six. And then the wild card still a big shift up. We got Giants at seven now and Reds at eight. Phillies, Brewers, Mets, and Colorado all still fighting. The Phillies are out of the. The Phillies are out of the playoffs as of right now. Yes, the Giants have won. I think it's like four straight. They're twenty-eight and twenty-seven. Wow, I'd like to see the Giants in the playoffs. I mean, their pitching is awful, but Yastrzemski, he'd be a uh, pretty solid. Because uh, right now, for that second seed in the NL East, Marlins lead that by a half a game. Hmm. So the Marlins could potentially would they then get a seven or eight seed, or would they be completely out of it? They would be if today they lose and Phillies win, they would be completely out of it as a fact. They wouldn't even get a wild card spot. Nope. Wow. Hmm. That's pretty interesting. So that that should be fun for uh watch the the last couple games and then playoff baseball is always fun to watch. We love watching playoff baseball. Uh, but we're going to get into the NFL now, so we're going to talk a little bit about Week 2. Last podcast, we talked about Week 2, but still we're going to talk about it a little bit. So all three of us came up with not our players of the week, but just three players that we think probably outshined all the other ones. So I'm going to start it off with mine. My player of the week is going to be Alvin Kamara, New Orleans Saints. He played on Monday Night Football. They still lost in Allegiant Stadium uh, against the Raiders. But Kamara did go off. He had 13 attempts. 79 rushing yards, and still really isn't even that much. But he did have two touchdowns, and he was kind of the, the singer. He had nine receptions for 95 yards. That's, that's wide receiver numbers right there. And then for you fantasy football people out there, he had 38.4 points, which I'm pretty sure is second or third most out of everyone uh, in week two. So Kamara had a really solid night, even though they couldn't uh, pull out with the win. All right, I'll go next. Uh, my prediction, um, Russell Wilson – Passed for five touchdowns. He had like 300 yards. I think he only threw uh, four or five incompletions. He balled out against the Patriots' defense that night. I mean, he did phenomenal. And that was my pick. He threw a pick, too. He did throw an interception. <laughs> he did throw an interception because Greg Olson fucking sucks at pitching. 
Yeah, but uh, so for this past week, I did have Aaron Jones. He put up 45 points in fantasy, went off. But the more I looked at it, I think Darren Waller was more deserving of that. Put up 28 points for as a tight end in fantasy. That's Every time was throwing throwing the ball. He he was the main target and he was getting the job done. Like every first down they just like he was able to get the first down most of the time. See and I think he got a touchdown pass too. Yeah. So I mean he was he was going It's off. kind of a shame too that they drafted Henry Ruggs with that first round pick and he's got that blazing speed and they're they're barely even him giving they're barely giving him the football. And they have such a small target share. It really only goes to Jacobs or Waller. Like, obviously, Hunter Renfro shouldn't be your wide receiver one. Ruggs should be getting more action. He's got the ability. We saw that in college. I think he should be getting the ball more in that offense. But, yeah, definitely Waller balled out against the Saints. So, two of our players were in the Monday night game. The other one was in the Sunday night game. A lot of primetime stars. All all three of those primetime games are fun. But uh, now we're going to get into our week three predictions. So, I just want a little refresher. So, for my prediction, there's been 32 games so far. My record is 19-13, so I've got 19 of the games right, 13 of them wrong. We're going to try and go 16-0. and Obviously, that's probably not going to happen, but, you know, we're trying to shoot for the stars here. And my lock of the week record is actually 2-0. and Week one, I had the Bears over the Lions. They won that. And then week two, I had the Bills over the Dolphins, and they won that as well. So, we're also going to try and keep that streak going. I'm going to start it off week three. Today's Thursday. Going to have a fun one tonight. Jaguars wearing the all-teal, all-green jerseys. Those are going to be sexy. Against the Dolphins, who, you know, have had some quarterback struggles with uh, Fitzmagic. But uh, my prediction for this one is I had the Jaguars winning 28-13. to They're playing at home. They're one of only, like, five to seven, I think, teams with fans in their stadiums as of right now. That's going to definitely be an uh, advantage for them. Got some fans there. And I think Minshew and James Robinson are going to go off today against that Dolphins defense. And I, I don't think the Dolphins really don't have a, a red zone offense. I, I think it's time for Tua. I think it's time for Tua to step in. Love Fitzmagic. That's my boy. Love the beard. But I just think it's time for him to hang up the cleats, go coach like a high school or somewhere, let let Tua shine. That's, that's my prediction. <laughs> All right. My prediction is I have, I have the Dolphins winning this game 27 to 23. Now – I know, like, they took 2 over, like, what are they at, like, the fifth overall, fourth overall pick or whatever. But I don't see – yeah, I don't see Tua starting until probably week seven or week eight because he's so injury prone. And they didn't have a preseason this year, so I didn't really even see how he how he would have played. So I wouldn't even trust him yet. But, like, I, he's – I feel like he's going to be good. the 40-year-old grandpa? I don't trust him, but, I, I mean, why would you – I don't know. I don't know. I just wouldn't start Tua until week seven or eight because, he I mean, he's had, like – He's had a lot of injuries in his year, and we don't want him to have another one. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I have the Jags winning this game 21-17. I feel like – I mean, the Dolphins, they did face the Patriots and the Bills right out of the gate. They put up good fights. But I also feel like Jacksonville's starting to put it together. They were supposed to be the worst team this year, and they're actually looking pretty good. I had them going 11-5. and five. You're crazy, but – um. Yeah, because I mean the Jags, they only lost to Tennessee last week by what, like three, a field goal. Yeah, by three. Yeah, it was it was so close, and Gaskowski got lucky again. It's just like, how do you miss four and then come out the next game and go perfect? It's like crazy, you know. But uh, Dive Jags win that game twenty-one seventeen. So you guys both have them winning by like four or five points. I have them winning by fifteen. I have I have the Dolphins yeah. winning, not Jags. Or, yeah, yeah, but you guys you guys both think it's gonna be a close game. I have them winning by. Yeah. Two possessions, three possessions. 
But uh, we're going to get into our Sunday slate of games. We're going to start it off Niners versus Giants. My prediction, I have the Niners winning this one 23-17 to 17 in overtime. And this is a little bit unusual. But the Niners have to play at MetLife Stadium two weeks in a row. Obviously, we saw four of those injuries. We saw two torn ACLs for the, for the Niners uh, against the Jets at MetLife. Now they got to play the Giants at MetLife. And I think it could be exponentially worse. Because Jimmy Garoppolo, I think he tweeted or something like that, that the turf there is a little bit sus. So I don't. That's that's definitely interesting. But the Giants are injury struck. But I think the Niners are so banged up, especially Kittle's not a hundred percent yet. I think the Giants have a chance, but I think the offense really needs to take a step up for them to compete. But I I still have them taking it taking them to overtime. But I think uh, the Niners are definitely going to win this one. Yeah. Uh, now if Saquon wasn't injured, I would have the Giants win this game. So I just feel like that Niners defense they did lose some uh, key components. This offseason. Nick Bosa. Yeah, Nick Bosa. Nope. I'm pretty sure. I don't even know if Sherman's playing either. I'm giving. But whatever. But I do still have the Niners winning this game, though. I'm winning 24 to 17. And yeah, I just. So I you, like... I haven't won in, I haven't won in 23 17. You haven't won 24 17. Yeah. So pretty close predictions. Yeah. yeah. I feel like it's going to be definitely a pretty good game. Um, yeah. well, maybe. Just because Jimmy G is out and they have to start Nick Mullins. No. I'm oh, going with the Giants. Twenty to seventeen. It's gonna be a game-winning field goal, just only because Jimmy G's out, Nick Bosa's out, Thomas is out, Sherman's out, Kittle's not hundred percent. I mean, you pretty much Most almost hurt. lost your whole team. Yeah. Most are yeah. not and, healthy. I mean, the 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 Giants put up a great fight against the Bears last week, and they're not even that bad. So I do have that game. I mean, both of the Giants games have been close. 49ers don't have their starting quarterback, so I'm going Giants 2017. That's a fair, fair little assessment right there. I can see that happening. But next game here, this is crazy. My game of the week is going to be the football team against the Browns. I have the Browns winning this one 33 to 30 on a Cody Parkey game winning field goal. Double doing against against the football team. This time it's going to go in instead of out. But it's surprisingly not the shit fest of the week. I think it's actually going to be a shootout. And the one reason I mentioned this on my TikTok is that I think Terry, Landry, and Odell are all going to eat each other's eat against their uh, each other's respective secondaries, just because they're awful. The Browns secondary, nothing special. AJ Green and Tyler Boyd. I wouldn't say they had a field day on Thursday Night Football, but they definitely were successful in the passing game. Uh, Joe Burrow had like 61 passing attempts, so we definitely saw that. And then what's it called? Oh yeah, McLaurin against Arizona last week had 26 points. If he's on my fantasy team, I sat him last week. I'm hoping he can kind of replicate that performance. And if he does, I think it's going to be a shootout. But I think the Browns just barely win this one. Um, kind of thinking the exact opposite. I feel like the Browns are going to blow him out of the water. I feel like the football team. Like, <laughs> like Dude, the football team beat the Eagles. Yeah, I mean, the football team, I feel like they said that one, like, lucky week. Plus, the Eagles suck ass. So, I really don't see them. Uh, going up with the Browns offense, and I do. I think the Browns defense is definitely going to stay up this game. And my boy, I feel like Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb are going to go back like last week, and they're both going to have a combined three touchdowns, and they're they're both going to go off. Um, this game, I the Eagles are better than the Browns. I feel like, but. In the same sense, only because Baker. So that's why I have the Redskins winning this game. Another close. Hey, game. hey, hey! That's an that's an insensitive name. 
We don't call them that. The football team. Oh, my God. So, I have the football team winning this game, 17-13. This is my shit fest of the week. (laughs) Um, It's not going to be a good game. I mean, I feel like the the 49ers deep – 49ers. Redskins deep. Football team's defense (laughs) is what carries their team most like – like, I mean – Haskins has been all right. Probably, I mean, yeah, I, football team's winning. No way. 17-13. Uh, I could, yeah, I mean, I could definitely, it could go either way. Both teams have so much potential, but also have so much shit at the same time. They're really two kind of <laughs> confusing teams. But they have potential to get, like, 10 wins. I wouldn't say the football team does. But they could be both potential wild card teams, especially the football team. They play in an ass division. Anything happens in that NFC East. But both teams could also get the one and two pick. So that's why it's kind of really, really weird. But uh, next game we got, we got the Bengals versus the Eagles. My prediction is that the Eagles are going to win 27 to 19. I think the Eagles are going to win their first game, right? Because they didn't win last week. Yeah, they played the Rams. But I think Zach Ertz is going to be the key kind of component to this. I think he's going to get more involved. Miles Sanders just traded for him in fantasy. I think he's going to pop off again. First game last week, he had 20 points. And what we saw from the Bengals last week on Thursday Night Football with Chubb and Hunt is they cannot tackle a person. And if that if they kind of replicate that, I think Miles Sanders is going to have himself a field day. And I think the Bengals the Bengals offense is going to look solid, but that defense, like I mentioned, is just going to be awful. That's how the Eagles are going to win this game, twenty-seven to nineteen. Yeah, I have the Eagles also winning their first game. I am winning twenty-seven to thirteen, and I feel like Carson Wentz is definitely going to step it up now. I feel like he's going to start getting his groove. He's still not going to be fucking good, but I feel like he's having to step it up against this defense. And he's going to, yeah, he's going to have a field day. So I feel like he's going to do pretty good. And Okay, now you're stealing my terms. Field day. Get a, get a field new, day. Get a I, new I, word. I got okay. on that. <laughs> um, uh, all right, Joe, you, you just go. But, uh, my bad. Another, I, Burrow always. After this week, he talked about how he doesn't like losing, and especially with a team like the Eagles. I'm going to have the Bengals taking this one, 19-18, just by point. Um, it's going to be a close game. Burrow doesn't like to lose. Fat Randy's going to make the field Fat goal. Randy! They're winning. <laughs> he's not going to get a calf cramp. That's what happened to him. He got a calf cramp. That's how you know he's fat. Bullshit. That was bull. All right, next game, we got Raiders versus the Patriots. I have the Raiders winning this game 38-28. to Josh Jacobs is going to have another monster game. Again, Monday Night Football, he really did. He had 13 and a half fantasy points. Again, I wouldn't say an awful performance, but definitely not what his week one was like against Carolina. I think Ruggs is finally going to step up, too. I mentioned him briefly before. And I think they're going to start feeding him the football. And especially if he's not on Gilmore, if he's on, like, one of the McCordys. I think he's definitely going to burn by him because he's got that killer speed. We know that. And I think Cannon is still going to have a stupid good performance. I think he's going to have, like, another two rushing touchdowns. But I just think uh, Jacobs and Ruggs, that kind of combo, is really going to carry the Raiders over New England. Well, for this game, I have the Patriots winning this game 29-27, to a really close game. Cam Newton's definitely a dark horse MVP this year. He's looking, he's looking very great. I mean, the Patriots got him for a fucking, like, a bag of sunflower seeds and some steak or some shit. I don't even know. Like, no, I think it was literally, like, less than a million, right? Yeah, they got him like for so like cheap. And he's looking, yeah, he's looking very good this year. And I feel like the Patriots are going to be down, kind of like they were in the Seahawks game, and, and Ken Newton's going to put up a good drive at the end, and he's going to run, 
like not like the Seahawks game where he's going to get stopped. I feel like he's going to run one in, and they're going to win the game. That's a fair prediction. Um, I have to agree with Cole in this game. I have the Raiders win this game, 33-24. The Raiders are hot right now. I mean, they just they're coming off a huge win against the Saints on the road. I mean, it's Jacobs had an off week last week, but I feel like against Patriots, they're gonna they're gonna step it up this week for the run game, and they're gonna win, thirty three twenty four. Next game, we got my favorite team, Chicago Bears, baby, playing the Falcons in the dome. And I have the Bears winning this one twenty eight twenty seven. Now I did have the Falcons winning this game pretty handily, but then I remember that we have the twenty twenty uh twenty twenty NFL MVP, and we're also playing the worst secondary in the NFL. You know, Mitch Trubisky winning that MVP, plus that that Falcons defense being so bad. And I think Santos is going to drill the game-winning field goal. And I love my boy Eddie Pinheiro, but I think Santos is going to play so well at the kicker position. It's kind of weird to say. But I think he's going to outshine Pinheiro, and I think he's going to take that spot for the the future seasons. And I think Julio is going to have, like, a two-, three-touchdown game against Kyle Fuller because Kyle Fuller is a bit undersized. And Julio, obviously, best receiver in the NFL. But I mentioned before Trubisky against that Atlanta secondary, especially with Allen Robinson. He's going to have a bounce-back game. I think it's going to be close, but I think, obviously, might be a little biased but I think the Bears are going to pull this one out. Yeah, I definitely do think it's definitely going to be close. But I got the Falcons win this game because, I mean, Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan has been balling out lately. I feel like he's going to slow down a little bit. But as you said with Julio, I feel like Julio's definitely going to have a big game. After that drop touchdown pass last week, he's definitely fuming. And he's going to come back and he's going to ball out. Got the Falcons win this game 25-16. to And, yeah, I just feel like – I feel like they're definitely going to perform. They're, they're not going to perform as well as they did against Cowboys and the Seahawks or whatever because they're playing a better defense. But I feel like the Falcons even is never going to step up this game. Even though they're not very good, I feel like their ass players are going to get some hype in them and they're going to stop true. No, Joe, Joe, before you go, I want to bring something up. Is that I think the exact opposite of you, Zach. They say defense wins championships. Pretty, I've, seen, I've heard that quote hundreds of times. And I think that's definitely the case. We saw that with the 85 Bears. We saw that with the 20, 2018 Bears. And, you know, the performance that the Bears defense had against the Giants last week, Robert Quinn and Khalil Mack was going to be a deadly rush combo coming on both sides. And I just think the defense is going to carry them. I think Trubisky is not going to have a great game. He's not going to have a shit game. And I think Julio is going to have a good game against Kyle Fuller. But I think that pass rush is just going to be so deadly. Plus, the Atlanta secondary is going to be so bad. That's kind of why. I think defense is going to play a big role in this game. Yeah, that, that is yeah, I agree. I mean, the Bears, they just lost Jenkins, their defensive tackle, to like a thumb injury. He's out this week. But Damon Harris was one of the teams that was in contact with the Bears and the Seahawks. But uh, I feel like if the Bears get him, it's going to be a huge addition. But I still I still think this game, Matty Ice will do good. But I feel like the Bears' defense will come alive this game, especially in the Dome. I The Bears winning this game 24-10. to 10. Matty Ice is going to – they're not he's gonna, gonna cool ice. off. He's gonna he's gonna cool yeah, off. He's gonna he's go Matty Ice. He's gonna go ice. But he's already Matty. But uh, <laughs> I feel like the Bears are gonna win this game 24-10. Mitch is gonna have another meh week. He's gonna throw probably a pick still, but I still have the Bears winning this game. Bro, 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 bro. I have the best idea. Like you know how Peyton Manning's been doing that nationwide stuff. I have yep. Matt Mitch- Ryan's future drive or future career. He's gonna be. Matty Ice, the new beer. It's going to compete with Bud Light, Coors Light, Matty Ice, baby. It's like Smirnoff Ice. It's Matty Ice. I don't know. I thought of that. That'd be a fire, dude. I got to do, uh, do Trubisky on the Folgers commercial. 
this coffee talk. <laughs> All right. Wee-woo, wee We got the shit fest of the week coming up. Now, this could be the game of the week, and it could be the shit fest of the week, but I'm going to go with the shit fest side. I'm going more negative here. Uh, Rams versus Bills. I have the Bills taking this one 13-12. to 12. I think both defenses are so outstandingly good. Obviously, we know the Bills. They have Edmonds, and they have uh, Tredavious White, Trey White Goalie Academy. And on, on the L.A. side of things, they have Aaron Donald, best pass rusher in the league, and Jalen Ramsey. Top three corner in the league. Don't I, I hesitated there. Uh, I think Tredavious White, Gilmore, and Ramsey. So I think two of the top three corners in the game are going at it uh, in this one. And I think it's just going to be so lo- so locked down that it's it's going to be a lot of field goals. We'll just say that. And I think there's only going to be one touchdown scored between the two teams. That's why it's going to be a shit fest. Uh, and I think the Bills have a better secondary slightly just because of their safeties. Uh, but I think they're going to take this one. 13-12. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, 13-12. I don't think it's going to be a shit fest. I feel like I still feel like both teams are definitely going to perform pretty good. But I got the Bills winning this game 27-13. Now, the Rams, they have a great offense. And they do have a pretty good defense. But I, I feel like Josh Allen is definitely going to do good this game. And that defense is going to perform really good against the Rams. I don't know why. I just got that, I just got that feeling that the Bills are going to be very, very good this year. I think everyone has that feeling. You're yeah. not unique, buddy. I mean, I feel like the Rams are the type of team where they're only going to win at home. They're never going to win on the road, especially at the new stadium. Because I I have the Bills winning this game 35-28. It's going to be a good game. Allen's going to throw for four touchdown passes again. He's going to go for, like, 400 yards again, I feel like. You think but, Diggs is going to beat Ramsey by that much? Because, obviously, Diggs is kind of going to be the pass catcher of the year for the Bills. The wide well, receiver at the top of that. I mean, the Bills do have a lot of options, though. They got John Brown. They got Singletary. Cole Bill. Beasley. Yeah, they do have Beasley. I mean, I I feel like the Bills are going to win this game because I just feel like the Rams are our only win-at-home team. Interesting, interesting. All right, next game, we've got Texans-Steelers. Joe, that's your team. I think it's going to be one of the best matchups of the week. I don't know that it being the game of the week, but it could be up there. I have the Steelers taking this one 28-17. to I think the Steelers are going to move to 3-0, and and the Texans are going to move to 0-3. And I hate to say it because I like the Texans. They're a fun team to watch. But I think Ben, Big Ben could be a dark horse MVP candidate, similar to Mitch Trubisky, just because the, all the all the injuries, like I mentioned. And I think Juju is a very good football player, if you guys haven't noticed that. He's a very good football player. It's a hell of a sport, too. No shit. And he's a great TikTok dancer. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> All right, well, I also the Steelers winning this game 25 to 17. I was about to say, hey, ass. Steelers boys. moving. <laughs> Steelers, Steelers moving to 3 0. I mean, their defense is just too good. Best in the league by far. And I feel like that's, that's definitely going to show this game and every single game they play this year. Um, oh, and go ahead. Big Ben could be potential comeback player of the year, but I don't think so because Cam Newton's going to win that shit. Shaking my damn head, but Big Ben was out week two last week. I mean, didn't play all last year. I mean, Cam also was out for so long. That's why he probably will win it. But like Cole said, Big Ben's a dark horse candidate for uh, MVP. Yes, he is. But uh, like I keep saying, it's going to be a Pittsburgh-Seattle Super Bowl. But I have the Steelers winning this game 28-10. to I hate to see the Texans fall to 0-3, like Cole said, but, I mean, Steelers' defense is just so good. It's just going to, like, 
boom, Deshaun Watson. So that's why Big Ben's starting for me in fantasy this week. But besides the point, um, yeah, Steelers are going to win this game. All right, next game I got Titans versus Vikings. I have the Titans taking this one 27 to 10. Henry's going to bounce back. Vikings suck. Vikings are moving to 0-3. And I think Henry's definitely going to bounce back. Uh, well, I don't think that. I feel like the Vikings, I wouldn't say, are shitty, but they're not great. But I don't like the Titans either that much. So I'm going to go with the Vikings win this game 14 to 10. Is that going to be a low-scoring game? And, yeah, I mean, I feel like the Vikings are definitely going to do very good. Adam Thielen's going to have a bounce-back week. And, yeah. I, I agree with the I agree with the low-scoring game. I have Tennessee winning – Seventeen to nine, and that's yeah. All right, uh, next game we have. Let me see here. Oh, we're moving to the three o'clock games. I think Panthers versus the Chargers. Now this is gonna be my lock of the week. I have the Chargers taking this one thirty-one eighteen. The Panthers are gonna miss CMC, and then Eckler, Allen, and Henry are such a good offensive trio that I think they're gonna overpower that Panthers defense. I'm gonna go with. This is tough. Yeah, I, I do feel like I mean the Panthers losing CMC. That's uh, that's that, that's horrible for them. I mean, CMC was literally just their their one key component on their offense with DJ Moore. So I feel like they're gonna lose this game twenty eight to twenty one. Because I mean CMC. I feel like if CMC was there, they could have a slight chance to win that game, but he's not. So yeah. I have the Chargers winning this one 28-14. Herbert did amazing last week against the Chiefs. I can only imagine what he's going to do against the Panthers without CMC. I, I'm i going over the top by saying they're going to score 14 points. I don't think they're going to get any over 10. How about how about Chargers team doctor? I mean, what a guy. You know, Attempted murder. Almost murdering Tyrod Taylor. Yeah, that, that's a pretty funny story. That'll be talked about for a while. Yeah. So, yeah. next game, we've got Jets versus Colts. This is going to be my upset of the week. Shout out, Troy. I had the Jets taking this one 17-15. The Colts still suck. Malik Hooker tore his ACL. Or not his ACL. It's the Achilles. He tore his Achilles. I think that's going to be a big part of that defense. He, You know, he's kind of holding down that secondary. And uh, I think Jamison Crowder's coming back. I'm pretty sure he didn't play last week against the Niners. And he's kind of like their only kind of offensive figure without Le'Veon Bell. And I think he's going to do pretty well against them. Uh, yeah, and then Crowder. Yeah, I just mentioned that. So, that's my prediction there. Uh, no. <laughs> the Jets the Jets suck. They're not going to – I mean, I, I, don't, I don't really like the Colts that much. But they're not going to lose this game. I mean, the Jets, like you said last podcast, you have to try to lose the Jets. I mean, they're just god-awful. I had the Steelers. I mean, not the Steelers. I had the Colts win this game. I got thirty-five to twenty-one. I got the Colts offense pounding, pounding, pounding. Oh yeah, Jonathan Taylor. Sorry. Um. See the Jets. That's the thing. They had a they had a rally today, uh, for fire Adam Gase. So I mean, with that going on, I doubt they're gonna win. So, um. I mean, Sam Darnold, very good quarterback. He just needs the weapons in the old line. Like he. He's really good, but I You're joking, Colts. right? No. Do you see that pass? It was it was insane, but I have the Colts winning the game twenty eight to nine. Jets, they're just gonna struggle. Like Chig said, the Colts are gonna keep pounding. All right, next game I got Cowboys, Seahawks. I have the Cowboys taking this one twenty six twenty three. I think Zeke is the best running back in the NFL. I think he's gonna be 
he's going to win player of the week for me. That's my prediction. But I think Greg, Greg the leg is going to kick back-to-back game-winning field goals. We saw it last week against Atlanta. And uh, I think the Hawks really can't replicate their week one performance every single game. They're going to have to drop some. And I have them dropping this one against Dallas. No, I do feel like Dallas is a, is a, is a great team. They're not going to even touch the Seahawks. I got the Seahawks winning this game 35-21. to 21. I do feel like we said that Ezekiel Elliott is definitely going to do very good this game because, like the, like the coach said, they want to keep Russell Wilson off the field, so they're definitely going to run the ball a lot with Zeke. I feel like he's definitely going to have some big runs. But Russell Wilson is just too good. He can outsmart the defense with any throw. And I feel like that's going to be the big reason. The Seahawks' defense is definitely going to step up. I was debating with this game either it would be a tie or not. I'm not going with the tie because I messed up with the tie. <laughs> um, but I have the Seahawks in this game, 35-28. Seahawks just scored a final touchdown. They're going to have the ball with a minute left. They're going to score that touchdown in the final drive. All right, next game, I got Lions-Cardinals. I have the Lions taking this one 21-20. Shout out, Casey. I think Stafford's definitely going to bounce back from his first two weeks. We know he's a solid quarterback. You know, Brink's top ten. And I think they're gonna, he's going to kick him – or not kick him, what am I saying? He's going to drive him down the field for the game-winning drive. And I think Galladay, he's returning. I'm pretty sure he's questionable. But if he does return, he's going to be that kind of X factor for that game. He's going to ball out against Patrick Peterson. Patrick Peterson should be in a wheelchair, should be in a retirement home. I think the cards aren't going to necessarily play bad. We've obviously seen Kyler Murray kind of balling out. I think the Lions are just going to have kind of an, a, an anomaly of a week, and I think they're going to take this one. Um, I have – this is my upset. Woo, woo. <laughs> I have the Lions winning this game 24-17. to 17. Shout out, Casey. <laughs> but, yeah, Lions are winning that game. I just feel like it's going to click this week and they're going to go off. So, suck it, Casey. <laughs> All right. My next game we got here, we got Buccaneers versus Broncos. I have the Bucs taking this one 45-10. This could be a shit fest, definitely for Denver. And I think Drew Locke, Horsecock, he's hurt. He's not going to be playing. I think <laughs> – and, and I wrote down here in my notes section, Blake Bortles with three laughing emojis, and that's really just going to sum up this game. <laughs> exactly. I have this as my lock of the week. I got Bucks winning it 28-10. to 10. Um, yeah, Blake Bortles is going to do crap. <laughs> yeah, we saw him, dude. That he did go with the Jaguars in 2017, but he's just been on a fat decline. We're talking like Mount Everest decline, like he's fucking sprinting down Mount Everest. Like that's how bad he's going. But we got our last game here: Sunday Night Football, Packers versus the Saints. I've just been seeing this one 29-14. I think Alvin Kamara is a stud. He's going to ball out, especially because the Packers. I'm almost positive that they don't have Kenny Clark. I know they didn't last week. So I think Kamara is definitely going to get a lot of goal line scenarios where he's going to get in there and score. I think the Packers offense is going to slow down from the first two weeks. And uh, I just want to say go Bears. You know, that might be a little biased. But. Yeah, uh, I have this as the game of the week. Game, yeah. But I have the Saints win this one, 24-21. It's going to come down to a last-second 60-yard field goal by Will Lutz. Will Lutz banging sluts. All right, so that's going to that's gonna conclude our prediction for week three. We're going to come back Monday. We're going to see how we did. We're going to get our records going and everything like that, our, our total records for all the games. Thank you guys for joining me, uh, and we'll see you next podcast. Apple fart wiener boob. Peace out. <laughs>